radio on your stereo Don't compare us to anything, this is a different scenario We break records while we pushing the culture forward Great music and big vibes right in that order Intellectually petty radio on the stereo Don't compare us to anything, this is a different scenario We break records while we pushing the culture forward Great music and big vibes right in that order And you are now tuned into another episode of Intellectually Petty Radio, brought to you by M3S3 Clothing. Men make moves and suckers stand still. And as usual, on Nerve DJ's radio, shout out to the super OG DJ Johnny O, man, and my guy T-Rex. Um, hey, man, I only fuck with legends, bro. Y'all can have all them other motherfuckers, man. We only do legends over this way, bro. Um, and it, today is no exception. I got my guy, Skeechy Michi in the building. What's good, bro? What's up, man? Nice to be here, man. What's going on, Lucy? I know, man. It's hype, man. You know, I'll be trying to hype niggas up and shit. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with you, man? How's your life, man? How's your family? Family good. I just had a son. My son's six months now. He uh he but he like an advanced six month year old. He already jumping off the bed. He trying to walk before he crawl. So, you know, I was just a blessing with that. And my daughter, 10. So, you know, family family really good right now, man. And my, my older brother, yeah, my older brother, he owned a, a, hookah, a hookah shop on Seven Mile Southfield, King Cloud. So, if people want hookah, I can go get some of that. Yo, I literally grew up on Seven Mile Southfield. You did? Yeah. <laughs> on Rosemont. Oh, yeah. Rose, Rosemont, like, right there. Yeah. It's the second street off of Southfield. Yeah. yeah. Like I, well, I remember when there was a fucking uh, 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 fruit market and shit right there on the corner. Like it was years ago, mm-hmm. you know, Church's Chicken with my mama. That was the first job she had that I can remember. Mm-hmm. Oh man, good times, man. Seven Mile Southfield. That's where you from, man? The West Side? Yeah, West Side, Finkel. Oh, I'm sorry, man. It's okay though. I'm fucking with you. <laughs> 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 what up though with Finkel? What's going on? I mean, same shit, you know. We just, I just became a pioneer for Finkel. You know, we still got legends over there. Lodge Boy, Woe, Sino, the, my brother Smoke and Payroll. You know, we just holding it down, you know. A lot of other legends too, though, but you know, they dibbling that with what they do. You feel me? Yeah, I'm not mad at that. We, we, we'll keep that one moving. Yo, uh, man, you just telling me, man, you've been, you been, you been rapping for what, about seven years? About seven years. Like, what made you change? What made you want to start rapping? Really, I've been rapping since I was probably like nine years old. You know, I always just had a gift for rapping. Like, then I used to, like, one Christmas, uh, my parents bought me, like, a uh, karaoke machine where you can just, like, replay the music or rap with the artist. So, let mm-hmm. me, I, I had songs with Beyonce at nine years old. I used to know how to cut it, pause it, copy it, record on it, then play mine's bag, and we just all rapping together. You know what I'm saying? That's dope. So, and I ask every MC, every producer, man, like, what made you fall in love with hip hop? To be honest, to be honest, like, I fell in love with, so, of course, Bow Wow. Was like some growing up, you know, I was always like being long hair. So seeing him rapping at the same age, kind of like my age, you know, he was like probably a couple years older than me. Mm-hmm. It made me, you know, fuck it. But you know what? It's, it's probably way before because at nine years old, it was just, I don't know. It was just something. I always knew how to put the words together. I always just knew how to, I just knew, I always knew how to talk. I just knew how to like put that shit together. Like, and then one year, I think T.I. dropped. I think he dropped the tape. I got it for Christmas. It was called Urban Legend. Oh, it just blew my mind away. I'm like, what the fuck? Like he on here riding it. We just, but since nine years old, I just, I, I always loved it, man. I like, I always loved rapping and, and basketball. So, Allen Iverson, you feel me? It was just the whole aura about it. And then one day I tried to rap, 
and I put the words together, I'm like, damn, I really know how to rap. Like, it was like, <laughs> I think with the gift, like, God, that was like part of my gift that God gave me, like, my voice, knowing how to put the words together. I always just, I don't know, I just always love, I can't even really honestly say, like, what day I just, it was just like, always knew that I was going to be a rapper. You feel me? Yo, is Bow Wow a legend to you? Hell yeah, he a legend. He a legend. And I'm... As corny as that nigga is, man, and, and I typically don't call motherfuckers corny, but my watch's kind of corny. Um, but I got to agree with you. Let me ask you this. And totally, totally off the record or totally not talking what we're talking about, but Bow Wow or Soldier Boy? Who's a bigger legend? Shit. To be, if we, is we saying factual or personal? Just period. Just, just a more, you know, more of a legend in hip hop. Man, it's hard. It's hard to say because I'm a really, I'm a really roll. I'm a really roll with Bow Wow on this one. The better I want to say, Soldier Boy, I'm a roll with Bow Wow because Bow Wow was in every childhood family stereo TV system growing up. He he got songs with Jermaine Dupree. It was just he got the movies. He just all. Bow Wow been in there before adolescence. We we always knew who Bow Wow was. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm gonna give it to Bow Wow. But but Soldier Boy, he's a legend as well. A super legend because he the one who broke YouTube in. Yeah, and I was about to say like from a a music only standpoint, Bow Wow had a bigger impact on his generation. Facts. But super. from a cultural standpoint, it's not even close. Mm-hmm. Like Soldier Boy would you know, like 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 he made this wave of streaming possible. Facts. Facts. You know. That's why so, it's hard to say like like you gotta put it in perspective. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I almost wanted to say Soldier Boy first. Like, you feel me? Because if I do a song today and I gotta pick between them two, I'm gonna do it with Soldier Boy. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I, one more. One thing I was uh like today I posted, man. I'm a little disappointed in Detroit artists in this aspect, allowing DJ Drama, and I got respect for DJ Drama and what he did, but doing tapes for him as opposed to doing tapes with DJs from the city, like Atlanta made DJ Drama from Atlanta artists. They built him up, made their own DJs. Now Detroit is Detroit's turn. Right. Like why why Detroit ain't making DJs from Detroit just as popular? Man, I, I really want I don't really know how to answer because I think the most popular DJ we got is DJ DJ. And you know what I'm saying? Like shout out to him and at least when on the gangster grills, you know, Cash Doll just dropped that song. Yeah. DJ BJ in the front of it. Like he talking in the beginning of it, and that was whole. So I'm like, okay. They still put him in it, but I think too it's also like the DJs in our city gotta want to like do that shit. You feel? DJs I, mean, I can't work. imagine that the DJs in the city don't want Cash Dial and Vezo on a track. You, you know, you're right. You're right about that. But it's like you know, all this shit is about clout now. It's about who got the most following, who got the most things going on, and that, that, that. Then a lot of DJs. I don't like to me honest, I think a lot of DJs just be cool with getting paid to spend music and, and and just having a motion. And I don't think I don't know. I don't think they really like grasp the idea of they can be a DJ drama. You feel what I'm saying? Hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I really I, I think he just had a bar where somebody is probably possibly about to do it. You know what I'm saying? I, I know I seen Vezo a few years ago and I like I'm I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. So this this ain't no hate. But I see him saying that, you know, he was disappointed in M mm-hmm. and how M didn't really, you know, like help the culture of hip hop in the city. He helped niggas he knew. I totally got where he was coming from. Mm-hmm. I understood that. But for me, now you in in M shoes and doing the same thing. You helping like you helping some some rappers don't get me wrong you're doing a little bit but be- you're doing better than the, what he did but like you're not helping the culture yeah and maybe i'm just you know maybe i'm hating and these niggas be like oh he's just an old nigga hating possible you know I'm, I'm not above that, that. 
I don't see it that way as you were hating because everybody got their own opinion and you might see something that other people may not see, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I feel like what if Icewear is just still trying to make sure his foot is at a where, because like, I'll I, I be feeling like this, you never, you never look, like you never post to look what's in front of you and to and judge it by what's going on, because you don't know what these people are going through, but if you look behind you, Mm-hmm. It's people doing worse than you. So so there's certain people might think this is at that point, but what if this still don't think he at that point to even like share the door. You know? I got you. I got you. But I fuck with this. I start regs. I fuck with the movement. You know what I'm saying? I fuck with this, but you know, you know how that go, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Work hard, work smarter, not harder. So if if certain people feel like they supposed to get that opportunity from him, and then and then come get. Don't wait though. Don't sit and wait yeah. for him to come calling for you. Just still grind and shit. I see when we see each other and we link up. If it's a vibe, let's 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 get to it. You know. Speaking of grinding, nigga, like I don't know if anybody in the city got a resume with other niggas in the city like you do. Yeah, man. I'm glad you're giving me some flowers, man, because that's. That's really what it is for real. Like I got a, I got a crazy catalog. Just just the persistence of the grind. But it's like I mastered that part of the grind to where I'm mm-hmm. trying to master other aspects of it. That's why I'm on this great podcast with you because I'm just trying to do more. You know, because rapping is just ten percent of it. You know what I'm saying? I got to be able to like like cross paths with you. After the podcast, call you. What advice you got for me, big bro? Like, which way? Who got somebody to plug me with? Like, I'm all ears now. I'm open for it. You know. I feel you on that. Do me a favor. Run down the the list of motherfuckers you 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 got joints with. Uh, I say Peasy, Payroll, Icewear, Gang Dot, uh, uh, Doughboy Keys, uh, Doughboy Kid, Hard Work Jig. Crispy Life Kid, Rio the Young OG, Louis Ray, RMC Mike. No, uh, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a Bodie James. You know, it's a. I gotta put some work in, man. I got, I got, I got some a lot of people, man. O- o- Overlord Scooch, like I got, I got uh Street Lord G Rod, Mac Nichols. You know, I got some, I got some work out that I, I got some shit out there, man. Sort Yo, of, nigga. FMBDZ. Hell yeah. Yo, that's fucking crazy. Yo, Bodie is like, mm-hmm. like that nigga just like, I, I don't think I've ever heard a song where, where I was like, oh, that's just trash. Yeah, Matter of fact, I know I haven't from Bodie. Bodie's a lot of like, niggas I like. Bodie was, that, like, Bodie was like, yeah. for so long because they like, Bodie signed the knives. Motherfuckers be like, Nah, and he'd be like, yeah, he has something going on with Nas, you know. But get well, Bodie, though. I need, mean, you know what I'm saying? It's an that past, unfortunate, but I heard he, he getting better, though. He getting yeah, better. yeah, my people's, it's his, his, his people's. Yo, man, nigga, that resume is fucking crazy, though, bro. Like, did you, do you set out and say, okay, I got to get X, Y, and Z, or is it just organic? Okay, you know what? I'm doing this song. I did this song. This song will sound fire with so and so on it. It's kind of like it's kind of like both. It's like I really manifest it all. You know what I'm saying? I set my mind to it and just see what I can do to get this done. And like to be honest with this rap shit, a lot of people know. Like I don't got I don't got no big homies or nobody that's putting money behind me. So you know this rap shit costs. So when a nigga see it person like me working come from nothing from the streets and I'm just spending my hard earned money on this shit. Niggas want to come get some of that energy. Like get some of that energy from him because he dedicated to the craft even though our shit may be going ten times harder because we got a bigger movement or we got a bigger team and the speech is still slamming by himself. So you know some people want to come get that energy or just bought the strength of what I'm doing, like, okay, I'm gonna go bless, bro. I'm gonna go jump on the track, bro. Feel me? Because I'm kind of like a person in Detroit, like, because I was big before I started rapping. Like, I was in the streets, so I heard 
my name was already at a great resume. You know what I'm saying? Okay. No things. So, so it's almost like going to see Skeech and doing a song is just not a song, it's an experience. Then now you coming into my world of how I do business and how I move and how I talk and you around my, my folks or the ladies that I bring around and it's and it's red carpet. Whatever much weed you want to smoke, the liquor you want to smoke, you want to fuck one of these hoes, whatever you're trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> You can do that, man. I'm too old for all that shit. <laughs> Yo, so what's missing? What's missing? Yeah. A team. Me having a team. Me just that's what I'm building on right now. Just me having the right foundation behind me in a brand. Like making sure that because I always say this and I, I don't know where it comes from, but I've been started saying this lately. Like people can support Skeechy. But you can't rep me because Skeechee is me. But if mm-hmm. I have a brand, we can all rep the brand. So now we building a movement. Now we coming with merchandise. Now we just we 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 all the way in. We ten toes in. And that's just that's the it's the movement. That's all I'm missing is a is a movement. That's all. Because right now, if I was to create a website and come out with some merchandise that stand by me, if it's gonna sell out. Yeah, see, see what I'm thinking is, is like, uh, like, first off, you need one person doing the videos. Facts and, the, and guess, shout out my boy, social visuals, because see, I start seeing, you know, why, and I feel like why I got a little taking a little longer for me because these things that you said and certain things. I had to figure out on my own because nobody yeah. is giving me these type of sauce. In the beginning, like you gotta do it this way, you gotta do it this way. So now I got a personal cameraman and I got a personal studio and I got a personal portable studio. You know what I'm saying? So where we we lock in, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because like your generation, bro, it's just it's footage. Yeah. E- everything is footage. Like me I, I don't like all this video shit personally. Like I, I would way more prefer to do like a radio show. Mm-hmm. But that is just not the wave of today's society. Podcasting and radio shows somehow are completely different. Even if you listen to both of them on Spotify or iTunes or whatever. I, I don't understand this shit. However, without visuals, it just ain't the same. Yeah. Definitely. And, and the thing is, is that while you becoming a brand, that person becomes a brand at the same time. Exactly. Nah, so, like, Because there's certain people, like, uh, like I give you an example, uh, FBG Duck. Okay. Uh, what's the white boy day? I don't even know the dude's name, but in the be- beginning of most of his videos, is uh, is a little clip where he say uh, some some some. He's a fucking white boy. Yeah. And it's the same cat doing the videos at the videos, and they be good, clean videos, quality videos, and so you get accustomed to that. So then, if I see another video that he did, rest in peace to that king. But if I see another video he did, and it ain't that dude, I'm sketchy about it. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So you get you somebody with some high quality shit that's consistent and that's gonna break down your shit for you. So you ain't yeah. gotta worry about that. You get more as many people as you can that love doing what they do. Yeah, no, nah, cause then they got fun. My boy Sosa is fun. All I gotta do is set the vibes and he gonna capture every fucking thing. Like if I go spend two thousand for a Rolls Royce truck for the day, I ain't worried about what's my money well spent. Cause he gonna make that motherfucker look crazy. I, I don't even gotta be rapping. I could just be on the phone like, damn, what up? Pull up right here, sir, man. But he gonna have it in a video to where a nigga thought I just, I just sold them bitches two for eighteen. You feel me? <laughs> he it gonna look crazy in the video. That nigga, they look like this time he's so cold. Like the females be coming around, they they be iffy about being in the videos, or whatever. We ain't asking y'all to be in the video, but you, if you want this setting. I cannot tell you what my cameraman gonna do. He gonna still get you some type of way where you comfortable and you look good in it, but you ain't being a hoe. You ain't doing too much. You just vibing. You just yeah. part of the motion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yo, and so you hit me up and you're like, man, I want to come through. And I want to talk. About, I want to talk about God. Okay. Yeah. 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 Nah, cause God, God is. Right. Okay, what you about to say? I'm just saying, man. Like, and so, like, I started looking at some of the videos, 
and that shit just like okay, it just did. I didn't expect that from you, bro. Yeah. What happened? Like, what, what what did God do for you? God just revealed a lot of things to me, and it just, He just showed me a way. He just revealed my whole life. I was brainwashed. I was be I was being controlled by the enemy because it was so easy. Like I always been a leader, so I was always able to gain followers. I used to make me do wrong so much, and I used to be like just like just happy about it. Like this is I want to say happy. I just I used to have that that drive in me. I got control. I can put my finger and do whatever I tell you. You know what I'm saying? So I was just living that way for so many years of my life, and it was coming to a point where my demise was coming because I was so naive. I was just so thinking it can't happen to me. I wanted the biggest monsters to take from my way. And, you know, you know I've always been a fear of God, praying man. Mm -hmm. I grew up going to church and everything like that, but it was a pivotal point in my life, the way that I was rapping, the things that I was rapping about, that it was either I'm about to go this way or I'm about to go this way. And God just revealed to me, like, are you ready to, are you ready to know the truth? Are you ready to open your eyes? Are you ready to kill the flesh? You ready to be rebirthed again? Or are you cool when you satisfy the path that you chose and you ready to go that path? So I'm gonna tell you right now, you can go that path if you want to go that way. But if you come on this side, you're gonna work harder. And, and I'm gonna make sure you get, I'm gonna make sure you get there, but you're gonna have to praise my name through the process. You're gonna have to do it the same way you was leading them young boys in the crime. You gotta, you gotta lead them boys to God. You gotta show them what changed you, and you gotta show them where you wear them shoes. You got the Rolexes on, how how you was able to achieve it. So, you know me, I'm a smart man, and I understood the calling. Say so, yeah, God, rolling with you. So, from that point on, a lot of things started changing in my life. You know, and this was back in like 2015, but before 2015, when this process happened, I think God. He always know beforehand, but I think he knew I was ready because I be I have moments where I'm in Atlanta, we riding around fresh as fuck, ice on, going to club, having a good time, and I'll be by myself and I just thinking about so much and I just start crying. I just I just be crying up because I know my heart not sitting well with what, what I'm doing out here. And I just be crying. You know, God hear me two ways, through prayer and through crying. So I was already yearning, you know what I'm saying, for a sign for something to change in my life because because it was a step in my life. You know, I used to be a robber. I was a notorious robber. Like I did that shit effortlessly, but you know, I wasn't a petty robber. You know, you can, that's why niggas gravitated towards me and wanted to hang with me because I'm a nigga. We gonna go outside. We gonna take some. Best believe we about to make at least ten thousand or something. We, we we doing the real shit. We ain't doing we ain't doing that petty shit or you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. I, I graduated from that petty shit. I was young as hell doing petty shit. So, but then my I was getting out of not wanting to be that way no more. So you know the money flow starting to change. Mm -hmm. It's starting to be the same because I'm I'm trying to get away from this lifestyle. I'm tired of uh, living. Live by the gun, die by the gun. Like I don't, I don't believe in that. I don't, I don't stand for that. I, I feel like I'm protected by the blood of Jesus. And if I gotta have a gun on me, I shouldn't be going there. It, or if I do have a gun on me, don't dwell in the drunkenness. Like have a little vibe or whatever, but use this gun as a sword. Use it for protection. Use it the right way because they'll try to brainwash us to this day and make us believe that guns is the is who kill people with not guns. It's the people that's using the guns. Guns can also be used to protect you if needed and give you some type of security because the police can't save you if it's about to go down. They can't save you. They gonna come after the caution tape and everything is already done. Then they gonna investigate. So, so you, you haven't. It doesn't sound. It doesn't seem like you changed what you're talking about in the music. Okay. Okay, and I, I can touch on that too. Like I got a whole gospel tape that I never release, and I'll tell you why. Because God got a calling for me uh -huh. to still touch the streets. Like I don't post to touch the people that's already in church. It's, it's for me to touch the streets. But I'm gonna tell you why I started to rap. Like when I first started back rap, I took a two year break just to get my life back 
bent folders and, and back in, I was in the Word so much, reading the mm-hmm. Bible on spiritual levels and everything. And then, because God made me believe that I don't supposed to be rapping no more. Like, I'm supposed to be like a pastor or a preacher or something like that. But he knew in my heart, I love music so much. Like, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to be naive. Like God don't know my true self. Like I can't ever be a hypocrite. I can't be walking this path, but deep down, this is not the way that I want to do it. Like, and music is a form of art to me. So, I'm really rapping my testimony because this is my testimony. You know what I'm saying? I'm rapping what I've been through and what I did. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm competing. Mm-hmm. I'm competing. I'm just using my platform for rap. To mm. get to a certain level to gain massive influence, then who knows? What if God knock on my date, knock on my door further down the line when I'd have made it to this next pedestal this pedestal, and he'd be like, Well, Skeech, well, you did that, and I let you do that. Now it's time to cut it off again. Cause I need you to go over there. I need you to go introduce yourself to Farrakhan. I need you to go over here and talk to these. I need you to join prison ministries. I need you to be this person, this person. I'm gonna do it. I'm just doing what what God's allowed me to do because they are, they are also brainwashing to think you can't be yourself. I'm just being myself because Lord knows I don't want to go in the booth and just. Oh. I mean, well, you know, like, like, oh 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 niggas like myself, man. You know, of course we're gonna be like, you know, well, you can't do both. You gotta pick a struggle, and I don't think Jesus picked a struggle. Mm. And I'm gonna tell you why. Like, I don't think that Jesus was the biggest fan and it's just my two cents the biggest fan of all the miracles and stuff okay you know but it was necessary okay i needed he needed the miracles to to get the eyeballs on them can i ask you a question what's up who said that when you go to church the pastor has to have a suit on and he, but he can't come in here and preach with a basketball jersey on. Like I'm just trying to figure out, like where, where does it say this at that it has to be this way? I'm just, I'm just part of the breaking the barriers concept. Nobody. I mean, <laughs> your, your man's walked around in a, in a robe and some stanky sandals. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So it's like, if all my people is already lost, why won't I just compete? I'm not conforming. But I'm gonna compete. I'm gonna compete, and that's why doing these podcasts and and opening my mouth instead of just going on my Instagram and just posting little certain words and me speaking about the Lord. Let me just give people like value into me. Why you should buy into what I'm doing? Because if you're gonna support these lost niggas and they don't even got no cause of why they doing it and the reason they rapping, you might as well support me and help help me become a millionaire. Help help me be able to open up. Nonprofit organizations change these people's lives. There was something that I was doing on my page. How I just met one of my closest friends to this day. Like I used to post stuff like, okay, today I feel like giving. Everybody leave their shoe size in my comments. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna pick two people and I'm gonna come give y'all a pair of shoes. You know, I like that's that's the type of stuff I'm into. Like, like my left, I can have five dollars in my pocket. I see a homeless man. Or anything, I feel like God is testing me through all this. Like, cause you always supposed to give to the less fortunate. So I would give my last five dollars to the homeless guy. I don't give. I don't care what he about to do with it. I gave it. Do my, these are my ties. I gave it to him. Before you know it, I look up, and I done got that back tenfold. But see, if I was scurvy and didn't give him that five dollars, I still only have five dollars. You know, it's, it's interesting, man. Um. I don't know, last month I had a dream that I went to hell. Yeah. And it wasn't like the the typical, what you think, fire and brimstone and niggas just burning up and screaming and shit. But I knew it was hell. So I was talking to somebody about that. And they was telling me, like, God is telling you that you need to step your faith up. And I'm telling this person, I'm like, look, I'm not a bad person. You know, I good, I do good by my people. I've been a good father. Blase splee. I'm not fucking over nobody. X, Y, and Z. It's like they got nothing to do with it. Yeah. Your faith is lacking. And you need to in, in, increase your faith. And then I caught COVID. Mm-hmm. And 
it made me start thinking maybe this person is right yeah you know and then I, and then when you reached out to me and said what you said it just like all, all of this shit started happening at the same time yeah and so I'm thinking to myself like okay maybe the man upstairs is telling me something and and, and at first I was looking at it as a why me type of situation. Yeah. And then I started looking at it as a why not me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, like I see, I'm, I'm, I'm first off, it's a privilege that you reaching out to me, showing me shit while I'm still breathing. Yeah. Cause exactly. you got something in store for me. Yeah. Not only while I'm here, but when I'm gone too, you got something bigger for me that I don't even see for myself, mm-hmm. but I need to get right. Yeah. Start making, you know, and, and don't get me wrong. I'm not like that. I, I've never been a religious person. Never like the, the whole mankind part of religion just bothers me. Yeah. Reading the Bible and knowing that some niggas sat around and wrote that shit. It just makes me feel some type of way. Cause I know that no matter how good they hardy is, they ain't listening completely. Cause even in the stories in the Bible, it's niggas not listening. Yeah. You know, so you said you said you said something great though, and it resonated with myself when you said why me, but then you thought, why not me? And that's the deepest quote ever. And I'm and I'm gonna use that and stand on that the quote that you just said because that's that's the beautiful thing of it. Why I moved and I accepted the call in the way that I did because why not me? Why you know what I'm saying? Like it, it you, he already planted the seed before I was born and knew I can be strong enough to stand on this shit. So why not be a part of it? Because it's like you said, it's something greater down the road because you've given me this while I'm breathing. When it's millions of niggas that's lost and you think these niggas is having emotion, when they ain't having no emotion for real, they don't, they don't, they ain't, I don't know. I just know that this shit is me. This shit is meant and what I'm doing, that's why I wake up every day and stay mo- motivated by what I'm doing because I know it's something greater for me on the finish line. I don't rep to get a chain to, mm-hmm. to, to fuck some hoes. I don't, I don't, I've been rapping since now before I knew what that was. I don't rap so I can get in a situation where I can, where I can um, enjoy my fruits of my labor and, t- and take care of my family and be a bigger problem or what's going on in society because not because you know what I've been thinking too. Tell me if you feel this way. I'll be thinking like like you on Instagram or Facebook, you see niggas talking about God or whatever, preaching, reading the Bible. You will look at a nigga whole posture. You will look at what they do for a living. You will look at what they wear and be like, oh, this is another fucked up person. And they just trying to get everybody off they square because they going through some miserable shit. So they want me to stop having all this emotion and having fun. But when you see a person that got the motion, that's living the same way of the people that's brainwashing you, it may make you reconsider it. Like, hold the fuck on. He ain't doing this for no reason. He must be trying to put me on gang with something. Ain't no way he's just going to say, fuck how people think about me or whatever they saying. I fear God and I stand on being part of the kingdom. Like, ain't no way he's just doing that. Ain't no way he's just doing that for no reason. And I'm here... I'm here to say, don't think that the Lord is weak and it's not people like me in the kingdom that's real gangsters. Uh, like, I'm a spiritual gangster, bro. I'm really a real gangster, but I, I'm a gangster for the Lord. Like, this this is the side of the kingdom I chose. It's the kingdom of the light. It's the kingdom of the darkness. I chose the kingdom of the light, and this one I'm rolling with. But that don't mean I'm not going to sin. Or I'm not gonna do certain things that's out of my control. That's why I fear God. That's that's, got, the, that's the whole thing behind it. That's that's because the devil. I, is the I, I know it got to be some low key, like like not overt necessarily pushback, but I know it's it's niggas are like, come on, Sharif, we don't want to hear that shit. Nope. 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 I'm too thorough. I'm a real. I'm a real living testimony of this shit. I did all the shit that niggas act like they gonna do or gonna do. Hmm. I risked my life a thousand times. So when I speak, niggas listen. 
Because if I if I got the same voice where I can go tell a nigga, blow a nigga in the brains and he gonna do it with no reward, you know what I mean? I can't I can't tell these boys about how the Lord saved me and I'm no longer doing that. Then you ain't got no choice but to understand this shit. This real kick a real game. This is why I don't do it no more. Cause that's that's not what I'm into. So I'm a real conversation piece. It's like this shit is different with him. It's, it's a role less travel, but you gotta know that God is different if he took a nigga like Skeechy Michi from Finkel and changed his life. <laughs> you gotta know what's going on, bro. So it wasn't like no moment, no like there the light just shined on you and nothing like that. You just it just oh, yeah, been it in you. Hell yeah, it was a lot of moments losing losing niggas that was my best friend. Like we we thugging together all day, but I always been smarter than them because I always had God in the back of my head. So certain things that they went because don't get it wrong. I ain't the only nigga from Detroit that's living like how I was living and got an impeccable resume like me. But mm. I'm starting to be one of the last ones because all them niggas is getting killed or going to prison doing 55 years to life. So it's so the shit is starting to get real steep. And you look up and you see me, I'm on a whole different way. So yeah, the ones hell yeah, it was moments. Hell it was a lot of moments. But it's like it's only so moments where God gonna keep showing you these these certain moments before he just get fed up with you because you ain't listening. But if he really love you, he gonna keep showing you these moments till you got no fucking choice but to join the kingdom because it's just gonna keep being one day you up one day you down one day you high one day you low i'm trying to stay on a steady pace i'm trying to keep don't get me wrong i have my moments but my moments be 3d because if i ain't had the anointings over me by the lord i probably wouldn't have made it up that situation i'm just i'm just trying to i'm just doing and being one of the ones to like you ask somebody like i ask you right now who do you fear more do you fear the devil more or you fear god oh definitely god exactly exactly so if the devil is a copycat that's like saying i'm the real deal i'm the real deal but i like this guy so much because because he remind me of myself and i teach him all the game but somehow he figured he bigger than my program when I started the program. So he get out and get all the people to be a part of his program. But I'm the real deal. So he he accepting everybody. He accepting 500,000 at a time. But over here, you got to work to get over here. So my soldiers is working for me. So once you make it to my desk, I know you're the real deal because you fought to get here. And not I mean, but... The devil is the devil is necessary. He's necessary. Of course, he's necessary because God also uses the devil. The devil can't do no harm to you without God's permission. Exactly. So, so of course, the devil is a teaching tool. The teach it's a teaching tool, but a lot of people get lost into that teaching tool because the whole devil whole thing is what God is. I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you he's not with you. I'm gonna show you he don't give a fuck about none of that shit. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep showing, but God like nah. Fuck them over there. Keep testing him. Keep testing now, group of people. Because I tell I, you there, were, there was one story in the Bible. You talking about Jacob, right? Or the book no. Joseph. I'm, you talking about? I'm talking about uh Job. Job, yeah, Job. He took everything away from him. I didn't like that. And that was like for a long time that just bothered me because I felt as though it was unnecessary. You took a great man, a good man that believed in you, and you basically shot dice on this nigga life. Yeah. And That's, okay, I like I I I, I I really I really got real respect for you. Come on, I hear you. It, it, it's you know, and it's I I've always looked back. It's like I've been calling my you know I've been jobs for decades now, um, but the correlation has always been there. Like, why would you just take somebody that? And I get the premise, you know, this is the, the biggest believer I got. I'm going to put my guy one-on-one. -on -one. This is my Jordan. Okay. You know, you pick whoever you want to, you, you want one-on-one. -on -one, I got my guy. But in doing that, you, you took away his, his everything. And more importantly, you took away his wife and his kids. And people would be like, well, he got that back tenfold. You can't replace a wife and kids. 
you can get an additional wife and kids, but that doesn't make you forget that you had a prior wife and kids. Like no matter, I don't care, you know, like even with God, like that dude still had a conscious memory. Okay, let me ask you this. What if God didn't care about none of that? But he should. What if, what, but what if he didn't care? Because at the end of the day, I'm a jealous God. And the whole thing is you praising me. And say, for instance, I got a nigga that I love so much. He do everything right in my eyes. Never no argument. Never no disagreement. Never did anything out of order. How the fuck I know is if he really with me, if we don't go through some shit. But I got to wait till the day it's time to go through some shit. Then that's like that's like you got the perfect woman at the crib. She's okay. been ride or die with you from day one. Y'all been dating since y'all was teenagers. You 35 now. She ain't never cheated on you. She ain't never slandered your name. She ain't never sat back and watched another nigga slander your name. She didn't have kids for you. She didn't done everything that a woman could possibly do to build her king up. And you cheat on her to prove if she's loyal or not. I mean, I hear you on that aspect, but that's that's still two different entities, though. That's not the same. I don't think that's almost the same rap subject, though. It, it kind of is. God said, you know what? I'm going to put you out there. Not because you did anything, but because I want to prove to this other nigga. Well, what if he, but what if he knew for jobs that... I got something greater for you, and I gotta, I gotta, I gotta take this away because I got something greater for you, and I want to see how you gonna deal with it. The problem with that is that he gave us free will. He gave us free thought. Mm-hmm. So you can't tell me what's greater. Mm-hmm. Even if you got, you've given me the ability to make decisions for myself, and in making those decisions for myself, I get to choose what I feel is greater for me. Now, could I have, you know, my other wife could have been, you know, a, a six. Head game could have been trash. can cook. The new wife could be a dime, bomb-ass head, cook seven-course meal or whatever. But that six, that six was with me. I can't, you know, I can't, I, the, 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 the dime can't reproduce the history that I had with the six. You feel what I'm saying? So yeah. it's, it's easy to say that I'm going to provide you with better, but that's by your definition, not mine. Okay. But it, but all this shit is temporary anyway. Like, we rent these things. Yeah. It's all temporary anyway, so don't fall in love with it anyway. If you ain't, <laughs> if you ain't, if you ain't close <laughs> with the Lord, it's like, it's like don't fall. Because we all got an expiration date. We die, we die every day we wake up. Man. So, shit. You know, I, that's why I fear God, because... He also is a merciful God, but he also a jealous God. And I think that's where people be having the Lord fucked up at. Like, so you you will see an individual like me that's standing on what I'm standing and don't know that God probably love everything about me. He probably like the way I move. He like everything because he's like, okay, dog over here, and, and I ride with him and I protect him. What's up? Yeah, that's how I look at it. So I'm wrong with him. God take my whole family. I'm still with him. I never question. I'm still going the distance. That, that's just where my when we locked in. That's my heart. At. But you know, that's this my this my opinion. Mm-hmm. It's my point of view through my lens. You know what I'm saying? And that that was like probably my biggest like growing up when I go to church. I wasn't questioning God, but I was questioning the preacher. Yeah. You know, like why don't you have questions about this book? Yeah. You know, like I, I don't, I, I, I definitely believe that God created us all. I don't think we came from fucking monkeys or just dropped out the fucking yeah. sky. Um, but some shit in the Bible, that I'm like, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't think God had them. You know, not only that, because like, like the Catholic Church decided, okay, certain things shouldn't be in the Bible. Uh, I forget which king it was at some point decided which shit shouldn't be in the Bible. So there's so many fingerprints on the Bible before we got the the, the, the the version that we got. It's hard to, you know, like like I, I definitely believe in God, definitely pray to God. Some of this man-made shit is just eh. Yeah, you got to eat through it. You got to decipher through it. Because I, I, I also think pastors 
are the most craziest people in the fucking world because they they going through the most problems that you can even imagine. They got to put this super tape on every yeah. Sunday all throughout the week when they they might have a pornography problem. They might have this problem. They might have this problem. But shout out to my, shout out to my favorite church in Detroit, the Citadel Pastor Spencer T. Ellis. That's my, that's my favorite pastor. He, he the most real that I met. He is still belittle himself on that stage and still, like, he don't know everything, but, you know, he knows. But that pastor shit to me is still also a job. That's, that's like, uh, that's, that's, that's like, I be feeling that time like a pastor got a church and he wants offering because everybody in here is too lazy enough to learn the word that he's telling me. You come in here just to learn some stuff that you can read on your own and he got to get paid for this because y'all coming in here and he know y'all leave out. Y'all ain't about to do that. He know you want it. You know what I'm saying? know you want man. So y'all want to pay me for this fake shit. It's got to be discouraging as fuck, though, man. I don't think I could do it. Yeah, nah, fit. But see, that's why when I thought I supposed to went that way, I ain't go that way because you would be crazy as hell. You don't think a pastor one day want to go outside fresh as hell with some Gucci shit on with a big ass chain on and let loose and party like a motherfucker. He can't because he under a telescope. I don't want to be under that type of telescope. I want to just live my truth and speak from the source. But you know, you know what I'm like in the Bible. I'm like Paul. You know, he was Saul at first. Then, you know what I'm saying? He was Paul at, Saul at first, then he became Paul. Mm-hmm. I, I get my knowledge straight from the source. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've been to was real. Like, I'm going to churches or I'm going to temples. Eric, to this day, I can go in one right now. I promise you, when I go in there, mm-hmm. they're going to be all eyes on me. And when the service is over, somebody going to come grab me. Like, hey, Deacon, somebody going to grab me. Like, hey, Pastor want to talk to you. Like and it happened so many times. Pastor want to talk to you. He want to talk to you. He want to the back. I ain't doing nothing. I'm just sitting in here watching because they, they they feeling like I'm a spy or something or just like <laughs> for real. Like, <laughs> like he got sent in here to just see what we got going on in the congregation. And I I didn't have arguments with pastors. I didn't we didn't win a lot of ways because y'all want me to be a traditional way. That's not set off for me to be traditional. Like, what's all this traditional shit? What is what is this? Like, who said I gotta be traditional? I feel you yeah. on that. No. That's a difficult thing too, man. Like, like my mother passed away a couple of years ago. And like I say, I was never the biggest religious person, but she used to always be like, man, I want you to go to church with me. I'm like, mom, you know, we don't, we don't agree on the church shit, but love you, but I'm a, that's a rap. And that's one of my biggest regrets is that I did not share her church with her because when she passed away, her church showed up and showed the fuck out for her. I mean, they did a drive by, by the house, the whole fucking church. This was the height of COVID. You know, they provided food. They did the funeral for free. They did, Mm -hmm. you know, like, like he did the pastor, like for, for a couple of weeks after she passed a couple of months, actually, you know, hit me up. You, you good. You know, we would talk my, 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 to this day, the the church still looks out for my stepfather. Like it just, I hear you. It showed me a different version of, it showed me the best of what church should be. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know. Okay. And you so used to seeing these motherfuckers, the mega churches, and I think that clouds our judgment because we don't see that most pastors are struggling or check to check just like the rest of us. They ain't got planes and trains and you know fifty million cars and shit like that. They just regular people with a calling. I are you hip to that pastor from New York? Oh, the one that got robbed. Uh, I think he bitched her whitehead or something. Yeah, the dude, he got robbed on air. Yeah, on air. Yeah, yeah, allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. <Right. laughs> and they, they be on his head, man. I mean, but he invites it. He invites it. You yeah. know, now, there could be, I guess his point would be, like, you know, the more eyes on what I'm telling you, 
the more souls I can convert. That would be his justification for some of the extreme shit. Yeah. There's an argument to be made because like, like, like we all pull over to watch the car accident. Yeah. That's just the society we live in now, you know, so it's, it's hard to really, you know, but do I feel like a pastor needs to be wearing a $5,000 suit? No. Mm-hmm. You know, do I think that a pastor should live in a nice house? Yeah, I do. But see, that's the thing. If he, if he choose to wear a $5,000 suit, that's our fault. Like, shit, that's, that's what he wanted to wear. He wanted to wear a $5,000 suit. Like, shit, pretty sure hey, none of these pastors just struggling on their knees to, to make ends meet. So Well, it's like, a lot of pastors that are struggling to make ends meet. You but, know what? You're right. I take that back. You're right. Because it's small what, churches. Yeah. But what you want versus what represents what you're doing is two different things. Yeah. Just because you get T.D. Jake's money don't mean that you need to you need a fifty million dollar crib. Yeah. Yeah, I feel I feel in that aspect. You know, there there's gluttony is 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 a sin. Yeah. And yeah. They, <laughs> Get a, a lot yeah. A lot of pastors, you know, a lot of the larger pastors miss that part. Because mm-hmm. gluttony ain't just about what you put in your face. Mm-hmm. Gluttony is about what you spend. Like, like, I don't need a Rolls Royce if I'm a pastor. I can get around in a Honda. Yeah. Now, do I think that a pastor should be in a a, a better car than than his constituency? Yeah. Yeah. You got, you know, God needs to show off a little bit through you. Yeah. But do you need to be rolling around in a $100 million jet? No. That, that That's gluttony. Nah, I hear you. Hey, no, look, we was, you know, we was having a, we was having a little uh, technical difficulties over here. So my shit, I charged it up. It seemed like it's 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 draining me hard as hell. <laughs> so that's 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 Satan. Fuck you feel me? I'm on I'm on I'm on I'm on I'm on ten percent though. Like we, we trying to ride. I wish we had an extension cord in here. We ain't got one. Oh shit, we about to um, I mean, we about to wrap this up anyway, bro. So don't even worry about it, man. Okay. Yo, if people want to get in touch with you, how they go about doing that? Uh hit my Instagram, Skeechy Soul Saber 3. You know what I'm saying? Or look me up on YouTube, Skeechy Michi. That's that's really about it for real. That's yo, and, and man, this has been I've really I have thoroughly enjoyed the conversation, bro. Shit, me too, likewise. You know, um, Anything I can do for you, man, absolutely just let me know. I got you. Nah, I'm with that, man. Like, hey, I ain't gonna lie. I know you're much older than me, but you still got, like, a young spirit. Like, far as, like, you look like you still good. You still move. You still a pop, pop, pop. You still. <laughs> oh, no, nigga. Them days is over, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> them days is over. <laughs> nigga, them days is over. Like, if I got a problem, nigga, I'm going to pay somebody, bro. I'm He's not like, doing that <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um, but I appreciate that. You know what? Um, I'm, My mother was one of those people, like, she saw hip hop for what it was for my generation. And she was never one of those, oh, this is the devil's music, blase spleen. She was like, I may not get some of this shit, but you like this shit, fuck it. She bought me my first album. Mm, what album? Fat Boys. Okay. Yeah. Um, it was pure back then, though. The melodies, the beats, the, the rhymes, that shit was just like, Finally, we get to speak and like stand up and tell our beliefs. That shit didn't get pure to the nineties. Say the nineties, the nineties. Yeah, the eight, the nineties is by far the the best decade musically, especially hip hop wise. This shit, Uh, wow! This shit then turned into pull up on you with the four five and knock the dome out. I mean, like the, the thing about it is, is that there the balance is not promoted. Because exactly. there's there's some brothers, man, like 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 that, like Lecrae. I fucks with Lecrae, mm-hmm. Christian music. Yeah, I know. Church clothes, church clothes four. Nigga banging. 
I'm not even a Christian rapper type of cat. Yeah, that shit was banging. Uh, uh, there's there's quite a few uh, pro black rappers that don't get the shine because of what they're talking about. Like talking about unity is more dangerous than talking about shooting niggas nowadays. Facts. Facts. So you know, like like the music is there. It's just that the mainstream mm-hmm. doesn't get the opportunity because it's not pushed. Yeah, you know, and and the rationale is well, y'all got so much access. Look for the shit yourself. Yeah, that's a fact. You know, um, it's it's a catch twenty two. You know, it's it's difficult. I understand. Like like I listen, I listen to your shit. I listen to Vezo shit. Like I listen to Ratchet shit, bro. Yeah, you know, I just do because I'm just I just love this shit. But I'm old (laughs) enough to discern. That yeah. this is just music, you know. If I was fifteen listening to it, then it is more of a lifestyle. Yeah. Okay. I feel that. You know. Um, geez, man. I, I I don't know. It's it's hard to like. I, I and I tell people all the time. Every, every other show, it's not that you know. I don't blame your generation. I don't blame you know kids up under you. I blame my generation. Because mm-hmm. we taught niggas how to be how to, how to sell dope. We yeah. taught niggas how to do dumb shit, and we didn't and we didn't pass along the guidelines. Because now this what it evolved into. Exactly, you know, and it's like you, I don't care what you do, you're not gonna stop crime, but crime used to have purpose. Yeah. As weird as that sounds, people don't want to hear that. But crime used to have rules and regulations, just like everything else. Yeah. Now, there was an intentional, concerted effort to take out the top leaders in our communities from the crime side because they knew it would happen when they took down those elite leaders, the Larry Hoovers, uh, the whoever else you want to bring up, the big Meaches. When they take down the niggas that, for whatever reason, have been able to organize niggas yeah, they became, they became too powerful. Yeah, and it's anarchy. And what they want is the anarchy. Yeah. You know? They want everybody to be like, yeah, what are we going to do? Nah, everybody arguing over positions. Nah, yes, I'm glad he gone. I'm about to do this shit. Nah, I'm, it's this and this and this. Nah, nah it's, it was one leader for years. Nah, it's 16 leaders. So we divided up now. Nah. Yeah. And niggas yeah. telling on each other. That's, that's at an all-time high right now. The oh, baddest nigga gonna tell on you, and ain't gonna give a fuck. Yo, and and it's, and it seems to be acceptable. It's definitely becoming acceptable. I ain't gonna lie. As long as you got some money, you definitely can get away with it. For real. And, and you know what? They they use the worst case scenario with Takashi to make that shit acceptable. Mm-hmm. Because them niggas tried to fuck his old lady. Them niggas tried to kill that nigga. Any mm-hmm. nigga can, you know, I won't say any nigga, but most niggas in that nigga's shoes would have did the same fucking thing, whether they want to admit this shit or not. You try to kill me, nigga, I don't give a fuck what happens to you. Yeah. And you try to fuck my broad, you know, and so they use that ugly, ugly, super extreme scenario to make it easier for other niggas to come through and snitch. Now, everybody and their mama doing it, and niggas is just like, but well. You, but it's like, if you stand on that, it's like... You'll fall for anything because at the end of the day, Pretty even much. before he got himself into those situations where they could kill him or they could fuck his girl, nigga, you you signed up for this, nigga. You know what this game is. You know this. You know this shit is a dog eat dog world. You you, you signed yeah. up for this shit, so you gotta you gotta roll with the punches as they go. You gonna just think to- it's take backs. Ain't no take backs in the streets, bro. Right. You either riding or you not. Riding or you not, man. You gonna have to ride this bitch to this bitch fall off, bro. Yo, no doubt, man. Uh, on that note, man, we're gonna tap out, bro. Yo, Skeechy, man, I'm I'm wishing you all the success on the planet. And again, like 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 we'll talk, bro. You got my number, man. Hit me up, let me know what I can do to help you out, and I absolutely will. There's a okay. couple people uh out there that probably could help out a little bit. Um yeah. you already in the circles, bro. Yeah. You know, uh, you just got to start asking some questions. 
that's the main thing. I start asking some questions, man, because I'm so I'm there. Like you said, I'm in the circle. I'm there. I'm in the loop. It's yeah. just about I think I think my biggest thing that I gotta do now is like you said early in the beginning. You got the platform. You got everything going on, but these motherfuckers gotta know who you are. You, cause, cause, cause you right now, you you ready to be in front of the masses right now? If your shit just make it to there or make it to there, so that's what I'm really trying to be big on this marketing right now, getting myself like more into like like in the stratosphere of people starting to understand me and not just don't just understand my music, understand the person because half the shit I say in my song could actually not even be true. It could just be me just rhyming and trying to just. Say things that you may like just to just to boost your ego, but in reality, I'm on something different when, when, when I ain't in that booth, bro. And to this day, I still certain bars I say, you know, I'm still gonna say it. I still be like, damn, you just because I just said some shit on the song that ain't came out yet. I say he can't run when I use this drum. He got spaghetti legs. I say, where the fuck did I come up with that? At? Well, make me say some shit like that. That boy got spaghetti legs. My nigga Trey, he just bust his face. He got a baguette head. That shit just me. <laughs> 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 I, I, I feel you though. Like like uh, yeah, like, man. It, it, I I have been shot at before. Okay. It, it is me not too. a good feeling. Me too. It's not a good feeling. Like I I man, it's not a good feeling. You're right. It's not. <laughs> no, it's not, nigga. <laughs> Like if you, you out there, Charlemagne the God, me boy. Yo, man, shit happens when you 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 doing dumb shit. Dumb shit happens to you, bro. Oh, no faking. And every time it'll be some dumb shit that happens. And when the dumb shit happens, it's usually when you actually not on no bullshit. Thanks. You know, Thanks. and that's what niggas don't realize. You know, niggas put on the armor. You know, when you go into the spot, you know, you good. You got everything you need. But when you go into the grocery store with your daughter. Bang. Or when, when, when you when you go into the movies with your old lady. So, so what, so what would you say to people, uh, like, advice in that situation that you just said? How, how, how do you supposed to carry it? You could be in those shoes. Some okay. shit, some shit, your ops need to pass on. Okay, but I'm saying like, if I got my armor on at the, all these moments and ain't nothing transpiring, but then I know I want to go to the movies with my girl. What what does my mindset supposed to be? Because I know I'm not about to put my cleats on and I'm about to go to the movies with my girl. How how do I supposed to approach this set? Bruh, you can't you're going to slip at some point. Yeah. I don't care who you are, how big you get. Nipsey Hustle got killed by a nigga he grew up with. Right. At at his store. Yeah. Yeah, so and basically the, the biggest thing you're saying is through it all, just just keep God first. Just 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 keep praying for that anointing circle. Yeah. Just, you know, you, and, and you, like there are gonna be sometimes, and I've heard lots of gangsters stories or whatever, where they seen some nigga that they supposed to be killing that was not in a a a, a, a killable situation. Yeah, that shit. You know that that bad karma comes back and bites you in the ass, and that good karma comes back too. Because when you supposed to pop a nigga, and that nigga know you supposed to pop him, and you don't pop him because he with his kid, he remembers that. Thanks. Whether whether he hates your guts or not, he remembers that. And if he sees you with your kid, he's going to give you a pass. Yeah. Got to put that energy out there because you're yeah. going to want to do regular shit at some point. Yeah. yeah. Niggas, niggas think they can retire. Uh-huh. And you find out sometimes that you can't. The streets retire you. Yeah. Yeah. Once you win it, once you win it, you win this shit forever. It just, it's just the way it started. Be it started being about your movements and the way you move and the do's and the don'ts. Your reputation you got, follows you for the rest of your life. Yeah. If you was out there putting in clean work, 
Niggas might not like you, but they respect the hustle. Don't fake it. Yeah. If you was out there moving foul, that shit'll follow you, nigga. Niggas will see you when you're 60 years old, man. I remember that nigga robbed me and my homeboy, man. Did this dirty as fuck. Yeah. But now it all goes back to when you, when you, when you keep God's anointness over you and you move with grace, they don't even want to touch you because at the same time, Oh shit! You save your soul, but you ain't going to save the body. Niggas will still murk you. If, if, but if they get a chance to, because God might tell you, oh, you're supposed to make that right and that right, but make that right, then make that left. Go on, just go on over there. You ain't even, don't, don't even, you gotta always follow your first mind, man. Your first mind will save you. And sometimes he, your first mind. If that so, man, if God will kill his own son, we all fair game, bro. That's a fact. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. There's so many lost souls, man. It's so many, it's so many niggas that is gonna come to before you. That's all I'm gonna say. Facts. So, so you know what I'm saying? It's it's too much going on. It's too much going on, man. You know, Psalm, I agree with you. Psalms 91, my favorite scripture, man. Many men may fall by your side, but it will never come harm you, man. Just gotta learn from it, man. You learn from. I'm big on learning from other people's mistakes, man. And I and I and I don't. I don't got no regrets. I don't got no regrets on how I live and the times that I live the way I live. I don't got no regrets about it. So I'm a man and I'm standing on it. So I just moved different and I chose to move a different path. I ain't choose to move a different path because I'm scared of the streets or I'm worried about something happening to me. I just chose to go a different path because that's what's the calling that God put on my life. So it was like, I'm going to move different. But if I, am I ever not prepared? No, I'm all, I'm always prepared. I move, I move as if the president moves. I move a certain type of way. You know what I'm saying? You're a different animal, bro. Yeah, okay. that's that. <laughs> you got to be, you got to be that way, man. On that note, man, we can go get out of here, bro. Uh, like I say, man, you got my math, bro. Hit me up. Say, legend, I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to come on your show, man. I appreciate it wholeheartedly. It was an honor, man. This was, this was definitely divine intervention. So on that note, man, um, y'all already know, man. Subscribe, like the whole nine, all that shit, man. Uh, this has been another episode of Intellectually Petty. I am Jobs. Uh, don't forget to fuck with M3S3 Clothing, man. Don't forget to fuck with Skeechy Michi. Go check the resume, bro. Like, the, the shit's impeccable, you know. It ain't, ain't no smut on the resume. Go, go holler at your mans. On that note, man, we out, man. Have a good one, bro. Peace. Peace. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.